It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is going on, friends? Welcome to another Monday edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast brought to you by our friends at Pepsi. Of course, thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or even overbearing sports parents, there are fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people that will ever get the chance to play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they have joined another league, and that is the League of Football Watchers. And this season, of course, has been different, but Pepsi is always here to get you ready for game day, no matter how you watch. As Pepsi is the refreshment, you need to make it through any game day. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it is made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. Hello again, friends. Billy Rossetti of SI Panthers with you here on a Monday. Coming out of the bye week, getting ready for the final quarter of the NFL season. It's hard to believe it is already here. Hope you guys had a good weekend and enjoyed the off week. It was a good time. Now we're getting back into it, getting ready to take on the Denver Broncos on Sunday afternoon. A couple of 4-8 and eight teams getting at it. Looking forward to chatting with Cody Rourke this week for Crossover Thursday. So exciting times coming. But got quite a bit of news to get into on this Monday. And actually waited a bit because it actually turned out to uh, have a, a lot of a lot of big stuff coming on this Monday after you know throughout the day Monday that of course includes what at this point is the is the big news for the Carolina Panthers and that is they have added eight players count them eight that they have added to the reserve covid list including one player one headline player that did in fact test positive for covid Obviously, the team did not disclose that because they are not allowed to. But, of course, the reports have leaked out that DJ Moore has tested positive for COVID. It was reported early in the day that he was going to be added to the COVID list. And as it turned out, he has tested positive. So, obviously, a, a big loss for the Panthers there. This obviously means he is out for Sunday against the Broncos. Because, as we know with the rules, it's at least a 10-day wait between your positive test and when you can come back onto the or into the game action. That's why you look at a team like the Ravens, them playing tomorrow allows them to get Lamar Jackson back into the lineup because of course it was back on Thanksgiving that it was reported that he tested positive. So it'll have been over 10 days since that positive test. So Lamar will be back. Uh, So for DJ Moore should be able to return for week 15, that Saturday night game against the Packers, but he is out now for Sunday against the Broncos. The team has also added seven other players, including another stud player on the Panthers, a fellow wide receiver, Curtis Samuel, who's uh, who's been added as a close contact with DJ Moore. So Curtis Samuel on the list as well, but uh, being just a close contact, nothing's been said yet of him testing positive. So if if he has not tested positive, there is a chance he'll be able to play because in that instance, you only 
you know, you could be back within five days, uh, depending on when the team wants to, you know, activate him from from the list. So there's still a chance. It's still a chance Curtis Samuel will be in play on Sunday. Also added to the list, a couple other big names: a pair of defensive tackles, Derek Brown and Zach Kerr, linebacker Shaq Thompson, offensive tackle Greg Little, and punter Michael Pilardi, at least from the players from the active roster that are on uh, that were placed on the COVID list. Of course, Michael Pilardi is on injured reserve. And then one other player they added on Monday, and that was Ishmael Hyman, who of course is on the practice squad. This, of course, is in addition to the two players that the Panthers added last week. We knew, of course, of Yitor Grossmados. The Panthers also added Bruce Hector to that list. So it really puts, at least for the time being, it puts the Panthers in an interesting position, especially at the wide receiver, or excuse me, at the defensive tackle position. Uh, Josh Klein you know, brought up a, a good t- good point. He Posted the list of the current active defensive tackles on the Panthers. One is rookie Bravion Roy, and then a couple of practice squad players: Woodrow Hamilton and Mike uh, Mike Panasiak. Uh, excuse me. So those right now are the only three active defensive tackles for the Carolina Panthers. So yeah, they've got a little bit of work to do, and. Uh, so it's going to be an interesting week, to say the least. Hopefully, DJ Moore is the only one that we find out about as far as testing positive. Hopefully, this isn't an outbreak and all these other players were just simply close contacts and they test negative and we'll be able to get the game on Sunday. But obviously, you know, we've got a ways to go as far as what's going to happen with this game. But again, one thing we now know for sure, DJ Moore, because he has tested positive, uh, will not play on Sunday. So a lot to get through here in in the coming days. It'll be really interesting to see how the team now handles this. Again, you hope it's not uh, the latest the uh, the latest outbreak in the NFL, but early thoughts is that it won't be. It sounds like it's just DJ Moore. Everybody else will be quarantined, and some of these players hopefully should be good to go come Sunday. So... Really, really important news here, and like I said, we'll we'll see what happens. So, going to be a really interesting week as we enter the quarter poll here of the NFL season. But at least we know the Panthers will at least get one of their players back, and that, of course, is Christian McCaffrey. So we'll touch on him in a little bit, and at least an early outlook on the Panthers against the Denver Broncos here on Sunday. But before we get into that, shout out to our buddies over at DoorDash. You know, between never-ending laundry cycles, incoming emails, things like that, you've got plenty on your to-do list. So why not give yourself one less thing to worry about and let DoorDash take care of your next meal? DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. Ordering is easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. With over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia, you can support your local go-tos or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. 
Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite restaurant, and your food will be left right at your door. And DoorDash deliveries are now contactless to help keep communities we operate in safe. So right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. All you got to do is download the DoorDash app and enter a promo code Locked On. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Locked On. So don't forget, that's code Locked On for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Christian McCaffrey should be back now on Sunday. We were starting to get word this week that Matt Rule is expecting Christian McCaffrey to be back in the lineup here for Sunday's game against the Broncos. And obviously... You know, a big return. The Panthers obviously have missed him. Mike Davis had been playing pretty well in his absence, but we just know Christian McCaffrey just gives gives the Panthers that extra level. And, you know, in a way, it's good, too, that the Panthers aren't really showing because I've started to see this a little bit. I get there's the thought that the Panther, you know, Panthers fans want to just kind of shut down the season and uh, improve their draft stock. But... It's good, you know, the Panthers aren't really showing any signs of shutting down and they're going to fight, you know, because we've obviously talked about like, or we always hear things like tanking and this, that, and the other thing. Obviously, it came up a lot yesterday with the way the New York Jets lost against the Raiders, but the Panthers and Matt Rule, they just don't seem like that kind of team right now that they're just going to roll over. And because, uh, you know, they've been competitive all season. Why stop now? You know, and I'm sure within closed doors, Matt Rule's probably telling the team, hey, we're still in the playoff hunt. You know, all of a sudden, you know, we, we talked about kind of the bit of a gap that there was between uh, the Panthers and the wild card. Now it's kind of closed a little bit because Panthers are sitting at four and eight. But keep in mind, you know, not that I'm sitting here saying the Panthers are going to make the playoffs, but this is kind of coach speak right now. That third wild card right now in the NFC is only six and six, and that's the Minnesota Vikings, who the Panthers, of course, blew that lead against in Week Twelve. And now you, uh, well, let, let me save this topic actually, because I want I want to touch on Christian McCaffrey, like I said, just real quick, and then I want to touch on uh, some of the losses. You know how some of these losses now have kind of are going to start to haunt the uh, the Carolina Panthers this season. But Christian McCaffrey, like I said, it looks like all uh, all systems are go for this week. Uh, head coach Matt Rule said that he is hopeful that Christian McCaffrey can return to the field Sunday uh, against the, the Broncos. Of course, he had missed the last couple of games because of the the shoulder injury that he suffered 
against the the Chiefs, and we had a feeling the Panthers were at least going to hold off on McCaffrey until after the bye week, and now that bye week has come and gone, so now it's time to get ready for the final stretch. And, you know, Matt Rule said, there's nothing to make me think he's not going to play, just a matter of if he feels like he can go. And you get the sense that McCaffrey's ready to go. Um, he probably could have played against, you know, it's it's possible maybe he could have played against the Vikings. Like I said, maybe the Panthers are just being cautious. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers were to have a game in Week 13 that he could have played. This at least just gave him that extra week off. So McCaffrey should be out there for the final four games. Uh, Rule did also give some updates on some other injured players, including cornerback Dante Jackson. Uh, They were talking about how the Panthers had to plan to practice Monday afternoon. Uh, But, of course, the Panthers have now had to shut down their facility. Um, You know, something I didn't mention earlier. I apologize. But, of course, Panthers have obviously had to close their facility for today and tomorrow because of what's going on now with COVID. So, but he said if the Panthers were to play or, or were to practice today, he expected that he would have had McCaffrey and Dante Jackson out there as well. I know there was some talk about, uh, or at least some speculation from people as to whether or not the Panthers were going to shut down Dante Jackson because of that toe injury, but doesn't sound like they're going to do that either. So sounds like Dante Jackson will be back as well. So it's nice that the Panthers are going to get a couple of players back in what should be an interesting game here against the Denver Broncos. Like I said, it's a couple of four and eight teams. And at this point, it's kind of battling for playoff positioning or excuse me, draft positioning. Uh, The Panthers do have a bit of a better chance at the playoffs, certainly than the Denver Broncos. Like I said, you're the second wild card or the third wild card in the NFC now is only six and six, whereas the Broncos are sitting at four and eight, and they're looking at eight and four as the second wild card. So basically, the Broncos are just about out of it. Um, so this is pretty much for pride. Um, but like I said, you know, it's certainly some draft positioning on the line here as well as really the loser is going to lock up a losing season and could more or less lock up a top ten pick in the draft. But as far as the teams themselves, you know, the, the Broncos, you know, they were holding the chiefs pretty well in the first half. The chiefs obviously weren't their explosive selves in the first half. The Broncos even had a lead going into halftime at 10 to nine. And that's only because the chiefs, you know, nearly found the end zone in about 30 seconds, right before halftime, but had to settle for a field goal. You know, it, it very could have, it could have easily been 13, 10, Kansas City going into the half, and it also could have easily been 10-6 Denver going into the half. But, of course, Kansas City went on to win that game. But Denver's been a, a really interesting team. You know, obviously it's nice for them that they finally that they got Drew Locke back after uh, the mess that happened going into Week 12, where, of course, they literally did not have a quarterback going into that game. So, obviously, they're back under control there. Uh, Drew Locke's back, so... He'll be good to go for Sunday, but, you know, the offense itself has been kind of sluggish a little bit. Drew Locke hasn't, and obviously injuries have played a factor in this as well, but Drew Locke hasn't really taken that step forward that we kind of hoped he would have going into the season. 
But I tell you what, if there's uh, a really surprise player this season, I'm you know excited to ask uh, Cody this when we talk on Crossover Thursday. Garrett Bowles. When Cody and I got together earlier this season, Garrett Bowles was possibly on the way out. You know, it seemed like he had one foot out the door. The Broncos had chosen to not give him that fifth-year option. So this was a big year for him, and he has really stepped it up. And now he's got himself a brand-new contract. So he's been one of the most improved players in the NFL this season. So I'm excited to get Cody's thoughts on what's changed or, you know, just ask him about the vast improvement of Garrett Bowles. And with the Panthers now hurting a little bit of the defensive line, and we know how they struggle to get to the the quarterback, that's going to be a bit bit of an issue when they're going up against what's become one of the better offensive linemen. And and really, you're talking about a whole left side, I would say, too, because it's not just Garrett Bowles on that left side. It's Dalton Reisner at that left guard position who's been incredible really since coming into the league. You know, this is uh, his second season. So Reisner has been incredible. So the the Broncos quietly have one of the better offensive lines. And, you know, a lot of credit to that too, of course, goes to Mike Munchak, their offensive line coach, who we know was like one of the gurus when it comes to offensive line play. So really curious how that matchup's going to go. And like I said, excited to, to ask Cody, about the O-line, and then, you know, the defense, it's obviously been up and down, especially with not having Vaughn Miller there, uh, but they still have a pretty good interior defensive line, uh, a pretty decent secondary, so this is going to be a, a fascinating game, I think, here in Carolina, you know, like I said, hopefully there's no outbreak, hopefully the we actually get the game in. But my early thought is that, yes, this game will go as scheduled because it doesn't seem like there's going to be any kind of outbreak for Carolina, which is good. So that's just a quick thought on Carolina's upcoming opponent. Um, I do want to talk, like I said, a little bit now about, or at least in a minute, about how now the Panthers are going to be haunted a little bit by some of these... uh, some of these losses that they've suffered. But before we get into that, uh, one more sponsor we want to thank here today on the podcast, and that's our friends at Built Bar, who, of course, you know, they're excellent Built Bar, and I've, you know, always enjoyed always enjoyed their stuff. It's a great time, or it's a, it's a great product. <laughs> Let me just say that, too, because, again, it's the deliciousness of eating a candy bar, but it's the, the health the, the goodness, the nutritiousness, whatever word you want to use or fake word you want to use, of having a protein bar. And that's exactly what Built Bar does for you. And it comes in so many different delicious flavors. And really, whatever taste you have, Built Bar pretty much has a flavor for you. And of course, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew are soft and easy to chew, and they're great for the health-conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat, and these are great if you're on a keto diet. High in protein, high in fiber, low in calorie, low in sugar. So visit BuiltBar.com and use our promo code LOCKEDON, and you will get 20% off your next order. And hey, you know maybe you have a friend that you think might, might like this, and of course Christmas is coming up. 
locked on promo code at builtbar.com gets you 20% off your next order. So go check them out. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So like I said, I want to touch now on the fact that, and obviously this is a bit of a downer, I I, I get it. It's not what uh, Panthers fans want to hear, though we didn't really expect the playoffs. But you can't help but wonder now, that looking at the current playoff standings now, the Panthers certainly let a couple games get away, and you have to wonder now, what if? You know, the Panthers, especially that loss to the Vikings in, in Week 12. I mean, things could have been quite different in the playoff standings had the Panthers not blown that lead against Minnesota. You could be looking now at the two teams both sitting at 5-7, and seven, uh, they'd be tied, actually, with two other NFC North teams because now you've got Chicago and Detroit also both sitting at 5-7. and seven. And then there'd only be, well, at, at the time we're talking here, just the one other team now at 6-6, six and six, that's Arizona, though San Francisco can certainly get up there as well. But obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, and it's really easy to play the what-if game, but let's do that a little bit. Let's see... You know, because we've got the playoff predictors as well. We can kind of play around. Let's just kind of see what could have been at this stage of the game. You know, let's say the Panthers were able to hold on to that lead against Minnesota. Well, like I said, right now, that would have put... And this this is going to assume that the other other results from the other teams, you know, from, from other games that the Panthers weren't involved in, all stay the same. So assuming Carolina would have held on and week 13 went as it did, there would have been four teams at this stage sitting at five and seven and Carolina actually would have been at the top of that list because Minnesota actually would have won, you know, would still win the three-way tie break with Chicago and Detroit with all of them at five and seven. But then of course, Carolina would have beaten Minnesota head to head and they'd only be sitting one game out of the playoffs and let's remember that the Panthers beat the Cardinals in week four. So a win last week would have really put the Panthers in play for, you know, one of the final wild card spots. Now, yes, of course, they still have two tough games coming against the Packers and the Saints, but still, it's just the fact that they could have been in the playoff hunt and just that a little bit of extra motivation. You never know what could have happened. And then I mean a couple other games that got away. Let you know what if what if we had say the Panthers beating the Raiders in Week One, like I like I originally thought was going to happen. Well, now we change just those two results: Carolina beating Minnesota and Carolina beating Vegas. Well, now all of a sudden the Panthers are now tied with the Cardinals at six and six, and that head-to-head comes into play. And just like that, the Panthers could have been in the playoffs. So 
again, obviously, yeah, this is a, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda type deal. But it just goes to show you how, you know, especially in a, in a sport like football where you only get so many games, how little, you know, small results like that can change the course of a uh, a team's a team season. You know, it's something I thought about yesterday too, especially seeing now that the Vikings took over that number uh, that number seven seed from the Cardinals. It just makes you think, boy, uh, some of these results that the Panthers have, it, it's really gonna bite them. You know, is Minnesota gonna hold on to that seven spot? Probably not. The the Vikings have. Uh, pretty tough final four games. They, you know, they still have road games against Tampa Bay and Minnesota, which certainly won't be easy. And then they've got home games with Chicago and Detroit, which are both winnable. But uh, unless, pretty much, unless they steal either Tampa or New Orleans, Minnesota might still be in trouble. Um, and the way Arizona's been struggling, but San Francisco has been playing pretty well. But like I said, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but, you know, some people are going to look back at that and be like, boy, Carolina really missed some opportunities, and who knows what could have been. Maybe they could have snuck into the playoffs if a couple things bounced their way. You know, the close loss against the Raiders week one, the close loss against the Chiefs in week nine, losing a home game to the Bears that, looking back, is a bit of a rough loss. Losing the Thursday night game against the Atlanta Falcons. You know, blowing some of these leads in the second half when they looked like they had a shot to win. Or, you know, having being tied or having the lead at halftime and then struggling in the third quarter. And that really being kind of the, uh, the ultimate downfall. In fact, f- fun fact, the Panthers are the only team this season to allow any sort of points in the third quarter to the Chicago Bears. So there's there's your fun fact. The Bears have scored seven total points in the third quarter all season, and those seven came against the Carolina Panthers. So, like I said, it's a, it's a tough spot, but, you know, obviously people are going to spin this into – into a positive just in terms of the draft order where the Panthers at this point look like they're probably going to end up with a top 10 pick anyway. Um, in fact, I did a quick playthrough of the season earlier today, and I think I still ended up with the Panthers getting a, uh, a number one pick. I think I, I think I ended up with them as like the, the ninth pick in the draft. As of now, thanks to our friends at Tankathon, Carolina is sitting with the seventh, uh, the seventh overall pick in the draft. Of course, the same spot that they were in last season or in the 2020 draft, and we know they're not too far off from moving up in that spot. Uh, Dallas sitting at number five at three and eight, and they of course play tomorrow night against the Ravens and the Eagles. Now sitting at three, eight, and one. Though Carolina has a better strength of schedule than both, although they're not going to end up with the same record. With the Eagles, unless Carolina ties one of their uh, final four games. Uh, but compared to Dallas, Dallas is a much easier schedule than Carolina. Obviously, I mean, when your division lead is five and seven, that's gonna make uh, that's gonna make your strength of schedule a little bit easier. But a quick run through. I actually, you know, for the record, I do have the Panthers finishing five and eleven. Uh, I actually ended up 
their with their only win of the final four coming actually this Sunday against the Broncos. And then the way the way things shaped up, the Panthers ended up with the ninth pick in the draft. Uh, just thanks to you know an easier or a stronger strength of schedule than some of the other teams I ended up with at five and eleven teams like the Lions, the Cowboys, and the Falcons. So ninth pick, not too shabby though. It's certainly going to put them in position for one of those quarterbacks because we're starting to see some mock drafts now where the Panthers are grabbing quarterbacks, whether it's Justin Fields, whether it's Zach Wilson. Trey Lance, whatever the case may be, we're starting to see more and more mock drafts now where the Panthers are selecting a quarterback in the first round. So really going to be interesting there. Top 10 pick certainly would put them in position to do just that, especially with the way the quarterbacks are starting to shape up in the first round. So that's something we'll obviously get into a lot here uh, as we start getting toward the end of the season and starting the draft process uh, in January and really picking it up as we go along. So certainly a lot to get to here over the coming weeks and months. Always excited to get into that and hope you guys are as well. But again, just to kind of recap the big story from Monday, eight players added to the COVID list for the Panthers, including wide receiver DJ Moore, who did test positive for COVID. So he is done for a bit. And he, again, he was obviously out now for Sunday's game against the Broncos. Seven other players added, including Curtis Samuel, who was a close contact. Greg Little added to the list. Shaq Thompson, Derek Brown, Zach Kerr, Michael Pilardi, and practice squad wide receiver Ishmael Hyman. And this, of course, is in addition to the two players that were already on the list, those being Yitor Grossmados and Bruce Hector. So 10 players now on the reserve COVID list for the Carolina Panthers. So get a lot to dissect over the next couple of days. You know, if any more reports come out of about you testing positive, and if that's the case, what happens to Sunday's game against the Broncos? So plenty, plenty to get through this week. Um, you know, looking forward to seeing how everything unfolds. But with that, I think we're going to wrap it up here on the uh, this Monday edition. As always, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, remember to follow me, of course, on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow the podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple, pretty much wherever you get your listening pleasure. Have yourselves a great rest of your Monday, and we will see you next time right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. We will see you soon. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.